0: If you've ever gone to bed with a cold, the Vicks company has very big news for you. A new nighttime colds medicine called NyQuil. NyQuil relieves major cold symptoms like sniffles, sneezes, nasal congestion, scratchy throat and coughing for hours to help you get a good night's sleep. NyQuil, the most unique nighttime colds medication ever developed by Vicks. Welcome into episode twenty-one of More Than Marketing. I'm Rob Johnson. So on this episode, what I want to discuss is something on the tail end I talked about in episode twenty, which is the story about how we lost twenty thousand dollars over the course of two days uh, when we uh, within the first year of our agency. So this is a pretty long story. I'm going to try and keep it uh, short, hit the highlights, but it's important. Uh, to me at least, to talk about the losses as much as we talk about the wins. Because for us, every time we've made a mistake, every time we've lost a client, which thankfully has not been often, uh, there's something that we learned from it, something that we can do better on uh, for the next time. And in this story, what this whole thing amounts to is, is one word, and that's communication. So it started... Uh, In Q3 of last year, we got uh, a proposal from a client who needed some video work. And we were in the process of trying out a couple of different videographers. So we decided to bring um, a contractor along with us to try him out. And the main... Problem that I think we had was I didn't do as well of a job as I should have vetting our videographers. So the first first step, the first fault in this whole thing, if we were to trace it back, is 100% on me because I didn't do enough research to make an accurate decision. And had I done proper research, had I have talked it over with my team, I do believe that I would have uh, not made the decision to bring this videographer along with us so everything on the trip was pretty well scheduled we were shooting on location for two days we had time blocks set up of when to be on site to shoot we're also doing drone footage of of like a creek we were doing some tracking b-roll footage and then also some spiral footage of of a pretty tremendously uh large building and I, I took care of all the drone stuff. And then the videographer was going to do all the inside shots. And there were several issues with the trip. Um, one, I wasn't as familiar with the city as I should have been. It was a new city for me. And, and we like my creative team was late to the second day of shooting by about 20 minutes, just because we, we misjudged how far away that location was from our hotel. And so there was a series of unfortunate events that just kind of put a bad taste in the client's mouth. But the biggest thing that we had found um, was that during one of the shootings, while I was outside uh, doing the drone footage, the videographer had, uh, I think, maybe stayed up the night before a little bit too late. But he was almost slumping over in his chair as he was filming. He wasn't engaging with the, the people he was filming. Uh, he, he just kind of had that wet mop sort of personality. And that really put a bad taste in the owner's mouth as well. And ultimately, uh, I was on the receiving end for the blame, and rightfully so, uh, because it was my team that was on site, and it was my responsibility, and I didn't have good enough tracking of what was going on inside while I was outside. So between the first day of shooting went really well. Um, There was really no, no issues. Uh, There was some personality conflicts with our team and the videographer, but it was pretty light. Um, It was easy enough to get over. But the second day is when most of the problems happened. We were late to the shoot. We had the issues where the videographer was sleeping, almost sleeping and When we got done with the shoot, I was talking to the client and I said, how did you think it went? And his response, which immediately set off a red flag in my head was, I guess we'll just see how it comes out. And I was like, well, that's pretty lackluster. And I wasn't aware of the issues that were going on inside at that time. Later a couple people on my team made me aware of that. Um, but there was, there was just a lot of red flags that were set off during that trip. And then when we got back, we had promised delivery of the video 14 days out. Um, the videographer took an additional 10 days so we were 10 days late on that deadline which we did communicate with the client but again it's it, it doesn't really matter because you you said one date and then you push it up 10 days for seemingly no reason because it wasn't it was a lot of footage that we shot but it wasn't difficult to put it together into a one to two minute you know draft cut. And then from there, we missed deadlines for advertising. We missed deadlines for marketing largely because we didn't have the video assets we needed for them. And then just the communication overall between us and the client wasn't great. We didn't do a good job of setting up expectations in the beginning. And when you don't set clear expectations with a client, it leaves a lot of gray areas for them to come and and imagine in their mind a standard that hasn't been communicated and then when you don't meet that standard they feel like they've been let down and rightfully so. So all in all we we did the video shoot, it went pretty well. Um, the final product was good after about four edits. Uh, we ended up letting that videographer go and then bringing in our internal guy um, who wasn't available for that particular shoot. and. He ended up taking the footage and made a really, really impressive video out of it. Now, obviously, I'm keeping all the names of this anonymous because it's not worth, uh, it's not worth exposing people. What's what's more important is is what we learned from this process. Uh, but the the end up shoot being the shoot ended up being fine. But where we lost the money is is we lost the contract for marketing with that client. So we had an annual agreement and that agreement was lost due to communication. And that and was hundred percent on me. So we can, you know, it's, it's very easy to say, well, if the videographer wouldn't have been sleeping, uh, we would have had a better relationship or if we would have had a better idea of the city, we wouldn't have been late to the shoot. But those are just excuses and excuses don't fix what you did wrong. And, Ultimately, it comes down to me. I should have mapped out the city better. I should have checked the maps. I should have checked timing, uh, leave times. Um, I should have had someone overseeing the videographer on the inside, especially being that it was his first shoot. Um, I should have been the champion of communication between us and the client. So there's there's a lot of things that we learned from that that we now invoke in processes for onboarding clients to where since then, it's been almost over a year, we haven't had a similar instance. And that, that's a good thing. And it sucks to, you know, to have to talk about this and, and to, to revisit this because obviously as a marketing company, you always want to put, put it out there like, hey, you, know, you want to serve the message that you do no wrong, that you always have your ducks in a row. But when you're a new company, especially in the beginning, you don't and you're going to make mistakes. And the easiest way I've found to learn from those mistakes and help other people learn from them is document them, even if it makes you look bad in the short term. So does this make us look bad? I mean, kind of. You know, it's never good to say, hey, you know, we fumbled the shoot, or you know, we were late to this or we didn't communicate well. But the good thing is to say that we do own our mistakes and we do learn from them. So that's that's why we started this show in the beginning was to document the highs and the lows. And I think episode two, I I think I said episode four in, in the last show, but episode two is when we talked about the first client that we lost and why we lost them. And that's important to me just like this episode is important to me to talk about how communication is important when it comes to uh, interacting with a new client and throughout that relationship. So we've made a lot of, of improvements from feedback and we even have clients tell us now when we're onboarding, we say, Hey, what could have been better? You know, and they say, everything is great. I'm used to this model of onboarding or I'm used to this line of communication. Maybe it's something that you want to think about, uh, the next time you work with somebody and that's always great feedback. So it's, it's a learning process. It's trial and error. No one, I don't think anyone has it executed perfectly, uh, especially from the beginning. And that's, and that's why we do this. That's why we, we go through these problems. Even when we're building websites or we're you know, engaging in Google ads, there are always new things that we learn. Our capabilities of website development from last year until now, it's night and day. It's probably increased 200% because every time we do a website, we learn something new. A client asks for a new feature that we can implement. And that just goes in our tool bag. You know, That's just something that we carry around with us for future builds. So yeah, and the cool thing about it too is if we're still working with a client from a year ago on their website, we'll upgrade their website to the new tools that we have which they appreciate. We just did that with a client. We redesigned their entire website based on new features that we had. Didn't charge them anything, just moved them over and they were really happy about that. So it's it's the philosophy of like, you know, when you know, you want all boats to rise. You want everyone to go up uh, equally. So when we learn new tools, we pass that along to previous clients or current clients. So that way they can have that, that benefit of knowledge too. So it's, it's always a growing process. Anyone that hits the ground running and stabilizes and just stays flat on the education curve, isn't doing their job. You always want to see an agency. You always want to see an individual or an employee Or a co owner, you always want to see them moving upward in education and then using that education to help everybody on the team. So that is the story of how we lost $20,000 over the course of two days. Now, granted, uh, we did a lot of things before those two days that didn't make us look great, and we did a lot of things after those two days that didn't make us look great. But the important thing is we did everything we could at the end to make it right with the client. We offered refunds, we offered, you know, anything that we could to, to help repair that relationship because we were 100% in the wrong. And that is the best you can do at the end of the day is making sure that even if you can't serve them in the way that you initially intended, that you're serving them in a way that ends the relationship amicably. So So give that a think. Uh, I know a lot of you that are listening are entrepreneurs and and kind of getting out there, maybe even students are are starting things up. Like it's okay to take a loss as long as you learn from it. Um, It's okay to, to feel, you know, like you failed as long as you're using that experience to help you in the future with new clients. So you don't have to revisit that territory again. The people that you don't want to work with are the people that are continually bad at what they do. People tell them they're bad at what they do and they keep pressing on anyway. We see that a lot. That's why we don't work with companies like that. Um, Real quick 60 second story. We had uh, someone near my town refer a business to us and I reviewed their profile and they they do some type of it's like a sanitation service where they do like curbside pickups and things, but they had at least 10 negative Facebook reviews of people saying, I really wish you guys, you know, wouldn't do this. or I really wish you guys would do this. And then the owner would get on the page and say, I don't care what you think. This is the way we've always done it. This is where we're going to keep doing it. I'm taking you off of our pickup schedule. And they did that to at least 10 customers. So I told my friend, I said, look, man, I don't want to work with them. I'm not even going to reach out to them um because i i can't work with that type of a personality and that that uh integrity move of working with good people and people that you can communicate with is going to be far more valuable in the future than taking a contract with someone that you don't get along with so just think about that as you're as you're growing no matter what industry you're in working with people that you can collaborate with well is is going to be far more valuable than working with people that you can't communicate with, that you dread being on a team with. So, so that'll wrap up this week's edition. Uh, number 21 is in the books, So we'll see you guys on the next one. Hope you guys have a great week. Take care.